0: The Golden Knights give up three power play goals to the Florida Panthers in last night's 4-1 loss. VGK has now lost six of the last seven. And Bruce Cassidy is all sorts of steamed. We'll talk about it when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights. Your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights. Part
1: of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Well, hi again, everyone. Tony Credasco and Tom Petty, uh, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first lesson each and every day. Find us wherever you get your podcast, and make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by our good friends from Sleeper. Make sure that you download the Sleeper app. Use the promo code Locked On NHL. You can get up to hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Free falling, huh? I saw your tweet last night, and that's exactly what's happened. They are in a free fall, the Vegas Golden Knights. How is VGK going to stop the bleeding? The Golden Knights reeling now, and it's getting old. Even Bruce Cassidy blew a major gasket, Chris, last night, uh, calling that time out on the five-on-three. No time to stick a microphone in Cassidy's face right afterwards. Uh, he said the Golden Knights didn't run the play that he wanted them to run. He said VGK needs to get going. Uh, was it Stevenson or Petrangelo or just everyone not moving around? Not one, but two five-on-threes for the Vegas Golden Knights for over two minutes and just one shot on goal.
1: Any good news to share? <laughs> it's um, it's Hang in it's there,
0: bad. VGK fans. Hang in there. Is that what you're going to say?
1: No. I mean, it's it's tough to, you know, you want the glass to be half full. You want to say, well, they won the Stanley Cup last year. This is normal and blah, 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 blah. We'll save some of this for segment three, but it's getting hard to continue to spin a positive on what's happening right now. So moving past that, looking at the game, yeah, Cassidy on the power play, he was getting livid. There was, I think, a March or so whiff, someone else whiffed on a one-timer, there was some poor shot selection and all you see is Cassidy putting his head down and facing oh, the Patrangelo bench. Whiffed. He whiffed. Yeah.
0: Patrangelo. Whoa, okay, yeah. There was, so
1: there's, yeah, there's two whips basically in the same segments. And then you all of a sudden you just see Cassidy going up and down the bench. And at one point he was all the way down by where the forwards were getting on. I'm not like getting in their face. Now I want to make sure I'm painting the right picture, but he was being much more mobile and much more vocal And, you know, with this power play, the Golden Knights, they need to create motion. They need to create movement. They need to get the defense moving as well. That's where the success comes from, the Golden Knights power play. Unfortunately, they were just kind of standing around at times. Like, it was the weird mix of, okay, are they going to put a man in front of the net and set a screen and have the rest of the four players do something? Or are all five players going to be in motion? And then eventually a seam is going to open up. And it's like they were stuck in between. They didn't know what to do. And then you go and you watch the Florida Panthers power play. Matt Kachuk, he's got the easiest job on the power play. He goes and he stands in front of Logan Thompson. And I say it's an easy job because Logan's not going to do anything about it. The defense isn't going to do anything about it. And yet again, you see another one of those goals get scored where there's not a golden night. You know, Think about the the crease uh, camera from all the way up top in the rafters, looking down, you see Matt Kachuk, you see Logan Thompson, you see
0: nothing else besides the red light going on. Yeah. And this was a group of casuals, as Cassidy called them a couple of days ago, uh, this VGK club. So many times though, during the power play, I think it was Eichel on the right side, Uh, whoever it was, was just standing there uh, one-on-one against the goaltender, Bob uh, Bobrovsky. And They didn't even take a shot. Just put something on net. Try something. But they just stood there like they were frozen in time. And after the game, uh, you were there in the locker room. Something that stood out was Braden McNabb. Well, Mark Stone had some interesting comments, uh, but Braden McNabb really touched a nerve there because I was wondering what he was saying, and he said it twice. He said, we aren't going to turn on each other. Are there some issues in the VGK locker room?
1: Yes, it's clear as day that there are. What they what they are and who it is is the is the bigger question. I don't know if it's necessarily one player causing trouble. I guess I want to make sure we're, uh, we're painting an appropriate picture. But, you know, you have the frustration that the fans are feeling. You have it happening behind closed doors. And I, I didn't, really, didn't really have a question queued up for Braden. And then Braden made the comments, we're not going to turn on each other. So that's when I basically jumped in and said, hey, what's this locker room like right now? And I tried to give him a positive out sort of speak like, hey, who's the voice of is there a voice? I'm not going to say who, but is there a voice of reason? Is there someone standing up and, you know, trying to turn this thing around and right away? Well, we're going to keep that in the locker room, which I figured he was going to say. But then again, we're not going to turn on each other. This is a veteran group. We're not going to turn on each other. This is a veteran group like (sighs) McNabb doesn't talk a lot in his post game pressers. When he comes out, you know, it's you know it's going to be pretty vanilla, pretty by the book. And it was by the book in the sense that veteran group we got to turn this thing around. But when someone like McNabb mentions twice we're not going to turn on each other, why why is that on his mind right now? It mm-hmm. this isn't just simply him concerned about what's happening. There in my strong opinion There is something happening in this locker room, and there's some tension, there's some turmoil, there's the stress of that banner that hangs directly above the team's bench that states they won the Stanley Cup last year. So the team wants to bring that back. And, you know, there's a level of expected success and implied success just simply based on what happened last season, based on what happened early this season. And it's just not happening right now. And now you have, you know, 20, 22, 23 strong minded individuals. With a a coach who's not afraid to be very bluntly honest with these fellas, you got a lot of things happening right now. And if there is the last positive in all this, there's still 43, 42, whatever the number of games left is. So there's still time. But the, the end of the season is getting closer and closer. And the Golden Knights experience season five, what it's like. When the season gets away from you and trying to climb uphill, this seems a little better than season five's team. And the injuries aren't as bad as season five, as crazy as that sounds, but it's getting there.
0: I'll tell you one thing. This is not the same team as it was a year ago because they won the Stanley Cup. A lot of things change. Players change. Attitudes change. Uh, you uh, You have some players who are free agents right now who might be pretty much kicked off because they don't have a new deal. Right there, were. you have some They're players concerned. who
1: might be who, who who might be gone in a month. Let's be clear about this. I'm gonna back up that statements.
0: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And then you heard from Mark Stone, uh, saying last night, um, 20 players, you know, have all got to do their own thing. Uh, they they all have to play, they all have to contribute. And he just you know walked away, um, after the question there about LT. Um, and That's then up. Cassidy saying that everyone's on their own page. There are some internal issues right now, and could it be Bruce Cassidy? Could it be Cassidy, and they're starting to tune out? Could it be? Yes. It's No,
1: it's – listen, Cassidy has quite possibly the highest or one of the highest standards for his team, and it's tough to handle. It's tough to deal with, and – When things aren't going well, when you have someone who has such high demands, yes, it could be tough. And this isn't, this isn't. There we go. This isn't a poop on Cassidy segment right now. But the reality is that although he did say
0: he did say they need to get their our heads, we need to get our heads out of our friggin'. And then he just kind
1: of he did cut that. So again, Logan wasn't the problem by any means last night. He wasn't. Why did they pull him?
0: Why didn't they pull Logan Thompson after he gave up four goals? The guy obviously is just beaten down. Like he he doesn't need to be out there on the ice, number one. Number two, it's getting to be more embarrassing. And does Cassidy want to embarrass him or keep him out there as long as he possibly can so that he gets more repetitions? I don't know what's going on, but LT should have been pulled in that game.
1: So again, Cassidy can't go a press conference without dumping on Logan right now. And it's clear as day that uh Logan is having issues processing all of this. I think that's the safest Pro- way I'll processing. say this without yeah, there you go. Processing. without jumping in. Um Willie asked a question about, you know, where Logan's head is at and how it's this is all being processed and I don't think coach Cassidy gave a very endearing answer. You know, there's there's the sports, there's the the competition and then there's the human element that still gets lost by everybody starting with us, starting by with the fans and possibly even even in the own lock in their own locker room. But the comment that gets me, it was the the rebound goal that hit the back dasher and went in. Well, we're not gonna put that on the penalty kill. We had a someone was out of position for the rebound. Like why Petrangelo?
0: Petrangelo again. I think it was Petrangelo. Okay.
1: No, it was it was, well, it, was could, it? Petr- it could have been Petrangelo, by, but when he said we're not gonna it's put this on so the well, PK. Though.
0: He's playing so well. Right. But he
1: he, he took a shot at Logan. That's what I'm trying to say. Right yeah, he now. did and, take a shot at Logan. You know, like you watch Logan Thompson like when he's coming out for warm-ups or when they're coming from the locker room. The dude's just a statue staring down right now. And
0: mm-hmm. he's it's, stiff. It's he's so yeah. stiff.
1: Yeah. It's tough. Th- it's tough to play, watch and you feel for him.
0: That carom play off the boards, VGK has been successful at doing that. Was there mm-hmm. a, one of those carom goals last year in the playoffs? I was thinking that someone did that to VGK last year, or did the Golden? It happens Knights come every year. Off?
1: It's it's a design to play when it happens. You no, know, it's it was
0: absolutely a design play because Golden Knights the have done it. Shay
1: Theodore, Shay Theodore has done it Shea before. Theodore Players have it. done that on the Golden Knights. That's I think Carlson's been the benefactor of it happening a couple of times too. There you go, Tony. Because an on that side. and Tony's yeah. not going to want to say it, but William Carlson's absence definitely hurts too.
0: It did. Oh wow. Okay. So the five on three, Cassidy says. They have two minutes of five on three time and they get just one shot and they're just standing around the perimeter. They weren't moving. I thought that that was a good call to call a timeout because I didn't know what they were doing. And then, of course, Mark Stone said we just became stagnant. We didn't really do anything. And I think the in that, that locker the room right there. You think there might I think I just have a feeling there's some finger pointing going on right now. And I don't know who they're pointing fingers at. If there are two clicks going at it, battling each other, if they're ganging up on a player or two or what's happening right now, but something is wrong. And for McNabb to say that, obviously that is a signal that there is discord in the locker room. 11 to one, right? 11 to one shots on goal. I think at the beginning of the game, uh, Pavel Dorofiev scored the goal for VGK. Um, And then, so it's 11 to one shots on goal. It winds up 36, 27 Shots on goal in favor of the Florida Panthers. I, I just don't know. There's so much. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot to unpack with this team.
1: The the game had two turning points. Uh, the will carry a penalty that led to the Panthers' first goal of the game. And then, obviously, the blown five-on-three for 90 seconds, two minutes, whatever it was. and
0: Not the goal right interference? There, goalie interference?
1: Ah, uh, Denisenko. I'm, I mean... That that definitely hurt. Don't get me wrong, but definitely. Your guy, things... your
0: guy, Denisenko.
1: Hey, Denisenko almost got a goal. Leave Denisenko alone. I said I was no, going to no, cheer no. in he the press a... box if he would have scored
0: a goal. <laughs> so whatever, whatever. Yeah, we just don't know how this team's going to turn it around because they seem to be sinking. The good news for the Vegas Golden Knights is no one could take advantage of this losing streak here for the VGK. Uh, Vancouver loses last night. Uh, The Kings just one point and they're not playing very well. And so uh, the team to watch out for right now, probably Seattle. Seattle, I think, is the hottest team in the Pacific division. Now having won what, six or seven straight. So watch out for Seattle. Edmonton also
1: has won six games too. Edmonton six in a row also.
0: Yeah. Watch out for those teams from the bottom. So, yeah, no one's taken advantage of VGK, and uh, things are going a little bit sideways. Uh, The Golden Knights have now lost six of their last seven games. Coming up next, could VGK get well against the New York Islanders on Saturday night? It's not going to be an easy game. We preview that contest next right here on Locked On Golden Knights. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel, Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 Moneyline bet. It's $150. If your team wins, if you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action than right now. The app is so, so easy to use with a wide variety of all sorts of betting options, including point spreads, player props, over-unders, which are totals, and much, much more. Go to FanDuel.com/lockdown and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the op- official partner. You okay there? <laughs> you burned your tongue. Of the National <laughs> Football League. Welcome back to Locked on Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco. Is that McDonald's coffee, or did you get the McDonald's No,
1: no, no. So you, you usually I do the, the mug thing, you know, and by about this point, it's the right temperature where you can just drink it like water, basically. And I went with the, the the better option to keep it warmer because it's my first cup of coffee a day, so I want to you know keep it nice and warm for the whole show. And I forgot what I had going on, and it, it was still pretty hot. That's okay. it's not McDonald's. Though. I'm
0: too too early to going
1: to McDonald's. Too early.
0: Yeah, you're good. You're fine. Okay, so sure. The Islanders visit T-Mobile Arena, uh, of course. Not, uh, not New good. York currently now playing a little bit above board because why? Their banking points in games—that's their secret to success right now. Third place in the Metro in the Metropolitan Division. The Islands uh, Islanders won at Arizona. It was mostly New York Islander fans as I was watching some of that game because BDK was getting their doors blown off. Uh, they beat Arizona five to one on Thursday night. Uh, before that, the Islanders blowing the three to one lead in Colorado. They lost that game four to three. Uh, This is a N.Y.I. team that has played um, poor defense. Okay, this should just fit in with what's going on there at the Fortress. They play poor defense. They blow leads, but they are scoring goals. They have three or more goals in 27 out of 38 games, Chris. And that, to me, is a concern. A team that can score goals. uh, This should just be an up and down affair at T-Mobile Arena coming up on Saturday night.
1: Yeah, the first thing I look at is Sorokin's stats, the goaltender who's most likely going to be who the Golden Knights face. uh, 12, 6, and 8 overtime losses. Now, he's got a 3-1-0 goals against, which is not good. But the save percentage is fair at 9-12. Like, it's fine for an NHL starting goaltender. So the next thing I want to look at now are the goal differential and is Sorokin getting the goal supports? And, I mean... The Islanders are a minus six overall, so they've given up six more goals than they've scored. So those two things right there tell me that Sorokin's doing fine. He's doing his job, but just not getting the run support, kind of the same thing Logan Thompson went through and is still going through right now. It doesn't matter with how many goals the team's given up, but point being is you have maybe two similar circumstances happening now. The concern, I mean, I don't know, we don't know the Islanders very well. I talked to Gil about him last night a little bit, but I still don't feel like I have a, a pulse on the Islanders. But from what I do recall, is you know, you lump the Islanders with a team like the Flyers, right? Where it's that boring defensive hockey where they're just hoping to keep the team on the outside, not give up the odd man rushes, much more boring even than what the Golden Knights are trying to do defensively, which is supposed to be a goaltender-friendly system. Not right now, unfortunately. So the Golden Knights now have to contend with a team that does not play into their skill sets in the sense that you're going to always have men back. The Golden Knights aren't going to do well off the rush, which is their best way to score goals. So now they're going to have to, you know, uh, Chandler Stevenson, quote, grab their nuts and go to work and get dirty in the corners and find a way to win those puck battles and stuff. And this is... I mean, there's no good time to face really any team right now, but the Islanders, the Flyers, the teams who play that heavy East Coast brand of hockey, that's the worst types of teams for the Golden Knights to be going against right now.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then they have goaltender issues as well. The Islanders, Ilya Sorokin is the starter now after Semyon Verlamov uh, got injured, so he's out. They brought up another goalie, Ken Appleby. So he was uh, brought up there. For Applebee's. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, I know. Like the, like better the than Bourbon fries. Street steak with the on the skillet,
1: p- p- potatoes, tea, nice and warm. The whole thing, right? Okay, that was not better a paid than, paid
0: advertisement. Than, no, no, no. Better than the uh, McDee's, uh, Mickey D's fries. There, um, Anders Lee, um, he's a little bit on a heater. Ten goals the last twenty three games. Uh, Lee Barzell Bohorvat. That is a difficult line for VGK to defend. And uh, it's frightening the way that VGK is playing and the way that the Isles can score goals. I think that that is a it's not a good game for VGK to be playing right now because um, the Islanders, I think, are a major threat coming in. And again, they're scoring some goals and they're putting players in front of the net. And now VGK could be trailing three to one and come back in this game and win the game because the Isles blow leads as well. How
1: about Noah Dobson the season he's having a defenseman 38 games played, 38 points, and a plus 19. I mean, this is that right there is what the golden knights are missing in Shea Theodore. I mean, not an excuse, a circumstance, tired of that crap by now. But point being is the reality is Noah Dobson is doing the work that Shea Theodore was supposed to be doing for the Golden Knights, and obviously there's not going to be any Shea Theodore this weekend. Injury updates for the Golden Knights while well, it's on my mind. Aiden Hill skating on his own. I'll put the over-under at a week for him to return. Maybe uh, my birthday is a week from today. My birthday gift will be an Aiden Hill start somewhere around there. So there you go. Um, Theodore, no updates. Korzak, no updates. Hutton, we, we know without knowing. And then obviously Carlson. William Carlson. Carlson supposedly is only two games I'll. Take the over, and we haven't even talked about Tobias Bjornfoot's Bjornfoot, we have a new, we have another Vegas Bjorn. Tony, or was that, or, <laughs> so or did a, I blow your third segment already? No,
0: no, no. But we do have a hashtag Vegas Bjornfoot. I saw him on the waiver wire the other day. I missed the opportunity. You know why? Because we needed practice. We needed practice before we came back on the air. Coming up next, it is WTF, the much anticipated segment here coming your way next right here on Locked On Golden Knights. It is almost the halfway point of the season, regardless of where that your team is in the current standings. We want to remind you that you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you could Definitely win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. What players would you take this week to win 100 times money? And fans can also play Daily Fantasy NFL. They could play the NBA fantasy sports, Major League Baseball, and college football even on Sleeper. Uh, You can connect with other fans as well. Entries can be made in under one minute. All you have to do is pick whether a stud like Austin Matthews now with 30 goals, first to 30. In the National Hockey League, a player like that uh, can definitely score big who will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus-minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times your bet on sleeper, all you need to do is correctly predict the outcome of eight-player stats. You heard us, VGK fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper, so start paying attention. Nail your picks so you can start winning very much on the big, big end, use the promo code Lockdown NHL and you will get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply that's code Lockdown NHL. See sleepers' terms of use. Welcome back, Friday edition of Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and free fallen Tom Petty, Chris Golic here. And we appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for making us your first listen. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't yet. Have there been a lot of spicy comments about me lately? I sort of miss those.
1: Oh, there's always plenty. I'll, I'll, I'll cue some up while you do your.
0: <laughs> are they no? Yeah, are they pretty good? Are they good though? Good ones. Uh, they're they're they're, they're
1: they're in the pocket.
0: All right. So it is what the Friday time, and my first WTF it's about music too um, you might have seen it last night Jackie Redmond did a feature with Zach White and white cloud revealing that he played one song celebrating the cup he said I never heard this song before but it's absolutely beautiful Betty Davis eyes of all songs of also I would not p- ever picture white cloud as a Betty david davis eyes uh, aficionado if you will so wtf i tweeted out joe green should play betty davis eyes whenever white cloud scores a goal and wtf jackie redmond liked the tweet so that's my first (laughs) wtf of the day (laughs) So stupid, I
1: know. No, that was fun. That was good. That was good. It's <laughs> stuff like that. Is actually better than the crap I do on Twitter. So that's good. Um, I mean, low-hanging fruit for me, WTF Alex <laughs> Petrangelo. Um, 10 games now where he 10 of the last 12 games, Petrangelo's been on the minus side of the 24 games minus.
0: without a goal. 24 games Yeah, he doesn't score
1: a lot of goals. I don't look okay. too much into that All side right. of it. um, yeah. last night uh, he gets a one minus. Because he was on the ice for an even strength goal, but he was also on the ice for two of the three Panthers power play goals right now. And Cassidy has him out there last night, 26 minutes and 28 seconds. So, yes, Theodore's out. Someone's got to pick up the slack. But, you know, you look at all the starts that Logan's getting, you look at all the starts that are all the minutes that Petrangelo's getting. These guys are getting grinded pretty good right now. The gears are getting grinded up, and it's not just about winning now, but it's about having a team that can compete when the playoffs start that isn't completely fatigued, winded, whatever terminology you want to use. So, you know, Cassidy has shown unwillingness to trust younger players at times. It's been something um, that's been noteworthy in his career in Boston as well. It might be time for Cassidy to rethink things a little bit and give Patera the opportunity that he needs. Petrangelo's minutes need to be managed a little bit better, and you know maybe things need to be rethought from the top down to figure this thing out. So, WTF, Petrangelo, for how things are going with a sub uh, shot at a uh, Cassidy, maybe for uh, the workload that's going on right now.
0: WTF, today is Friday as we are recording this show. I guarantee you that sometime Friday, there will be a closed-door, players-only meeting.
1: We thought it happened last night. We were out for a long time waiting to get into the locker room, much longer than normal. There was no post-game TV interview because when the team loses, they don't have a guest on. So I I, I don't have any direct knowledge. I'll be clear about this, but I'm just going off the amount of time we spent waiting to get in the locker room last night. I think it already
0: happened. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, we've got a bunch of WTFs from a lot of our followers. I'll start off with uh, Tommy Vegas at DarthTommy774WTF. Okay, so I understand injuries are a circumstance, not an excuse, but does everyone else get the feeling that the players aren't smelling what Bruce is cooking? This is how they ran boring yes. out of Vegas. They stopped don't playing. Don't compare those two. Don't compare those two. WTF from at E runs WTF. When will the, I guess, cavalcade of injuries stop? This is starting to look like season five. He also added another one. WTF is Eichel. What is Eichel doing on the point on the power play? Get him back on the top of the circle. Uh, time
1: I talked about that with him. I think, I think that comment was a little, uh, a little bit out there. I kind of, what we talked about with the motion and the power play and stuff, uh, WTF, right. Practice and the schedule is supposed to fix everything. Right guys. We have heard this for a long time. <laughs>
0: you set up Cassidy. Oh my god. It goodness. wasn't, but it was wasn't a...
1: even a setup. It wasn't I know, a setup. But it seemed and
0: like one too.
1: And, and fine. So be it. Because all we've heard about Tony is how this team is going to, how they've played the most games, how they've had lack of practices. Well, there's been four on ice sessions going back to pre-Seattle, I think it was two full practices leading up to the Winter Classic, and then leading up to last night's game, you had a practice on Wednesday, and you had a pregame skate on Thursday. That's four practices. That's a lot of practice time for a team that doesn't get any practice time and that's played the most games in the NHL. So the question was if there's optimism now that things are opening up a little bit. No, it's reality. Okay, fine, whatever. But, you know, it's you can't have it. You can't have it both ways. You can't preach. To, and, and it's not just Cassidy. It's the organization. I even caught Tony on one of the captions like that paraphrases when they show the like like Cassidy talking. It was even something about practice time. So they got everyone is completely sold on, you know, the Golden Knights not getting enough practice time right now. Oh my so stop the Golden Knights it. have practice time that you're telling me to stop. But that's good. Um, The Golden Knights. No, have no, no. That wasn't time. for you. That was for that was for the, the team. I got you. For I everyone. It. Yeah. So they're getting their practice time now. The games are spread out. If that doesn't fix this problem, this team is screwed. End of story. WTF.
0: WTF uh, from at Sessifer is up with VGK playing soft right now. Could they use a bit of grit the next few games to get the boys going? Is there anyone in Henderson they could bring up for a few games to light it up a little bit? WTF. Anyone? Not
1: from a skill set. I mean, Rempel is kind of that little that that little, but he's that bulldog that's out there, you know, constantly chirping and doing stuff. Denisenko's got an edge to him. He actually had a suspension once this season already in Henderson, Um, but he's not that guy. Mason Primo is, you know, the fourth line, six foot five, you know, player that might get a goal or two every now and then, but he would get absolutely trucked. Besides, in a fight, if he was on the ice doing anything, he would just, you know, he's not an NHL player. That's all. That's all it comes down to. So,
0: yeah, I don't know. WTF from at VGK fan in Toronto. That's John Price, the bandit. Uh, hope we don't play any more outdoor games. Let's keep it inside. Time to kick it into high gear. Hope Aiden back sooner than later. WTF. I got WTF. one for the F.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Oh, no. Uh, WTF at VGK underscore Mucky. We got a ton from uh, a lot of the fans. So I'm just trying to pick out the ones. WTF. Are we going to call William Carlson now? that we have a new Vegas Bjornfoot. So it is still and always will be hashtag Vegas Bjorn. And now we have hashtag Vegas Bjornfoot. So just want to clarify that WTF.
1: That's good. So uh, from, and we'll we'll say an unnamed uh, friend of mine who was in Seattle. What the Friday, (laughs) T-Mobile Park. During the first period, the entire park ran out of food to sell. Every food choice was bought out by the second intermission. The only thing they had been able to make up was chicken fingers, 20 bucks for three T-Mobile prices right there. And by the end of the game, they had overcooked so many hot dogs. They threw them at people exiting. I got pelted by a delicious Polish sausage that I devoured while walking out.
0: (laughs) pretty good that's yeah, wtf, WTF. Man, that's man,
1: thanks like william that. i'll give you credit william thanks william <laughs> that's pretty
0: no that's pretty funny yeah well that's still in the t-mobile family uh t-mobile park t-mobile arena so we've got sure. that if they're throwing hot dogs do those fishermen catch them no did one almost hit carlson and take him out for a couple games uh <laughs> at Dan ryan wall street so where does the vgk are scheduled to wear the Winter Classic uniforms on January the 13th at the Fortress, and then once again in March. Why? To relieve the worst performance in in, uh, in VGK history. In history, uh, we need to put uh, the Winter Classic behind us and get back on track. Whoever decided this? WTF? Uh, it all okay, comes down Ed- to
1: money. They want to sell more jerseys. Come on, guys, understand the big picture. But yeah, I get it.
0: I do like like some of the jackets and yeah, I do like some of the caps and all that. It's not and as bad like as
1: jerseys. people made it out to be. When well, it looked it jerseys. looked worse at first.
0: A the WTF. whole kit looks
1: good. The whole kit looks good top to bottom.
0: <laughs> Skynet VGK WTF team can't score on a gift five on three. Pathetic effort all around. Uh at Larry underscore D Street, one of our faves, too. Uh WT five on three. WT five on three and nothing. Uh lost. VGK VGK strikes again. Hopefully this gets better. Hopefully the WAGs don't get mad at me because I have to turn it off soon. Gotta be at work at four. You don't you think they will understand? That's classic. Okay, man, that's gonna wrap up the show. Uh, no, I no, know no, 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 no,
1: no, no. We have to give this, we have to give uh <laughs> The Aiden Hill is the greatest what's this Aiden Hill is the greatest goalie of all time on Twitter puts out a picture in response to me talking about Braden McNabb saying the locker was not going to turn on each other so he took some a WWE thing where you have the heads on like all the wrestlers you have Braden McNabb cracking Bruce this? Cassidy this was- in the back with a chair Jack Eichel's this? there watching Mark Stone's got something Marcheau's got something. Uh, It's Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Lane Jr. is the name.
0: That was great. Aiden
1: Hill is the greatest goalie of all time is the, (laughs) is the, the Twitter. But I mean, like I was just waiting for Eichel to do a 619 on Cassidy. And listen, this is fun. Don't, no one get mad at, We're talking about this, it's fun, and that's more directed if any of the, the team people are watching this. But you know, BGK this is just this is two fun. points out of this first place, fun.
0: folks. Okay, even through all of this madness, this losing streak, and what have you, yes, they're playing poorly, but no one else, as I said, could capitalize. And so, 40 something games left, there's still time, there's plenty of time. VGK Islanders coming up on Saturday. And uh, we'll have a recap of that on Monday. We appreciate everyone, especially our everydayers tuning in. Thank you so much. And uh, become an everydayer. You know, there's only one way so you can get more shout outs. It's
1: getting getting more interesting right now, that's for sure.
0: Great WTFs. Thanks for, uh, of course, participating in that. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel where you can find exclusively on Saturday, the Chris Times Chris Show. For my man, Chris Golic, I'm Tony Cardasco. Have a great weekend ahead. We'll see you again Monday right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Take one, two, three.